Dear listeners and Peds ICU community, we are back on air. Welcome to the PQ Doc on Call, a podcast dedicated to current and aspiring intensivists. I'm Pradeep Kamath, coming to you from Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, Emory University School of Medicine. And I'm Rahul Demania from Cleveland Clinic Children's Hospital. And we are two pediatric ICU physicians passionate about all things MedEd in the PICU. PICU Doc on Call focuses on interesting PICU cases and management in the acute care pediatric setting. As we turn into the new year, you would like to introduce season two of PICU Doc on Call. Yes, Pradeep, you know, I'm super excited for this year, and I want to take this moment to thank you all, our listener community, for making on Call such a success as we share our passion for medical education through this forum. You know, we've been active now in about 95 countries and am so excited for this new season of on Call. This episode will give you a quick layout of how we will be organizing each episode of on Call this year. We'll also highlight some tips and tricks on how to best learn from a medical podcast. Our goal in this episode is really to provide you a framework on some best practices in medical podcasting and how to retain information from a podcast. Especially for our past and future episodes, we really hope you can use this audio learning platform to assist you in applying the knowledge at the bedside when you are working in the acute care setting. So let's get into our first learning objective. Rahul. Did you know that learning via podcasts can actually benefit your brain and change the neural chemistry? In fact, a 2016 MedEd study published out of UC Berkeley concluded that listening to narrative stories from podcasts can stimulate multiple parts of your brain, such as the limbic system, and can enhance mood as it modulates dopamine and the serotonin-driven neural pathways. Think about listening to your favorite true crime podcast. The suspense actually allows for you to stimulate centers in your medulla that increase the amount of endorphins, dopamine, and serotonin that keep you on the edge of your seat. That is so unique. So based on this, I do want to highlight some key elements which will make our podcast or any medical podcast you listen to beneficial. These pearls will also help you if you are developing a medical podcast of your own. So the first concept here is that many podcasts provide narratives. And when it comes to medical podcasts, narratives are in the form of medical cases, which allow for you to retain content as a patient case invokes emotion. And this can help you remember information more robustly. So when listening to a podcast, you have to use your imagination to picture what's going on. For example, if I painted a clinical case of a two-year-old male with a history of rhinorrhea at home for about a week, who now presents to the emergency department with subcostal and intercostal retractions and then progresses to intubation in the pediatric ICU, you are not only envisioning a patient in front of you, but are also shifting your mind across various settings. Our brain has to work at the pace of the audio. So hopefully your mind doesn't wander off like it does when reading a textbook. And I'm pretty guilty of this myself. Because you have to actively think, you can retain much more. So the second advantage of audio learning is that it provides flexibility and accessibility. When it comes to incorporating a podcast in your daily learning, it is easy. At any time of the day, you can open up your smartphone and access your Apple Podcasts or Spotify app and listen to a short episode on a certain topic. 
I would really encourage you to have a portion of the day, whether it is your commute, during chores, or even during a workout, to incorporate listening to a podcast in your daily learning. Especially for PQ Doc on Call, our episodes are on average about 20 minutes, so they can really capture your attention. Absolutely, Pradeep. And in fact, a very interesting study published in 2022 by Wolpau et al., looking at knowledge retention from a podcast, showed that Number one, trainees preferred podcast learning over reading for many topics. And number two, what it showed is when compared to textbook reading, podcast learning, either seated or even on a treadmill, produced significantly better learning gain. And it was equivalent for two of the three topics which they piloted in the study. So podcasting with movement is very beneficial. This study even hooked the residents and med student participants up to an EEG to highlight increased attention when using an audio-based learning tool. And finally, a good medical podcast follows a consistent outline or organization and is rooted in principles of multimedia learning. Absolutely, Pradeep. And, you know, multimedia learning theory specifically comes from Dr. Richard Mayer from UC Santa Barbara, and his lab actually focuses on learning sciences and the use of education technologies. And some of the key multimedia principles which make podcasts such a unique form of learning involve, firstly, the dual channel processing theory. And this is the fact that we can utilize both visual and audio representations in our learning. And here at PickU.com, we're just very passionate about the dual channel processing theory because we pair our podcast with infographics. So make sure you check out our Chalk Talk infographics and show notes, which are paired with each episode, and they will help you garner a visual representation of the audio content that we cover. That's great. I think another unique multimedia principle is to have a minimization of extraneous load, i.e. the fact is that effective podcasts cut out the redundancy, have an optimal length of segments, and have user controls like double speed, etc. So the key summary which we would like to impart on you today is utilize medical podcasts to actively learn. Try to identify relevant material which is new to you and create a schema so that you are able to connect the information to your prior knowledge. This idea of knowledge construction, where you can integrate new information with prior experience is crucial in creating long-term memory with podcasts. Podcasts are unique to adult learning theory because they are a great self-directed way to enhance your learning. Imagine this, you see a patient with ARDS in the PICU or on transport, you can easily direct your learning to a podcast to help solidify what you see and optimize your management decisions. That is great, Pradeep. And do you have any other tips on how we can effectively learn from a medical podcast? Yes, Rahul, I would like to hit the pause button during an in-depth podcast. It helps me stop for a moment and digest the information so I can link it to my clinical experience or knowledge of which I have read in the past. I also try to keep a small notebook in my pocket, which I can write out anything that resonates with me. Writing it down helps me remember, and I can have an area which acts as my second brain as I develop lectures or even teach on rounds. Pradeep, that's such great advice. And I also think listening to a podcast and discussing the contents with a colleague or your learner group is so essential. And 
This principle comes from a highly recommended book on learning science called Make It Stick by Peter Brown and colleagues. And their research lab is out of St. Louis. And, you know, one of the quotes which really resonates with me is the following. Learning is deeper and more durable when it's effortful. Learning that's easy is like riding in sand, here today and gone tomorrow. Taking that extra effort to construct a mini chalk talk, maybe on rounds after you listen to the podcast, or incorporate it into your next fellow didactics may be helpful for you to really make learning effortful and retain the new information. To wrap up this episode, Rahul, do you mind sharing with our listeners on how each of our upcoming podcasts for the season two will be organized? Absolutely, Pradeep. And, you know, I think that this is a brainstorm between you and I, and I am totally open to everybody's feedback. But, you know, moving forward, our season two episodes are going to be organized in the following manner. Number one, we're going to start with the case to highlight the PICU topic at hand. What we will then do is provide you a case-based summary highlighting the pertinent positives and pertinent negatives from the case. We'll then pivot and go into a board-style multiple-choice question to really help assess your knowledge. And then finally, we're going to provide diagnostics and management frameworks highlighting relevant literature which surround the topic. And our goal is to really focus on clinical reasoning and decision-making in the PICU. We aim to make Season 2 podcasts very dynamic, engaging, and practical. We hope to have you listen to our podcast and actually garner some content that you can incorporate in your practice, as well as even utilize to teach your learners and colleagues. Yes, Pradeep, I completely agree. And, you know, just a quick anecdote. I recently gave a lecture to the emergency medicine residency at Cleveland Clinic. And before the didactic session, I did assign a podcast for the learners to listen to before going into the lecture. And I see this flipping the classroom idea in the undergraduate medical school realm. And I really think leveraging this model in the graduate med ed realm is on the horizon. This concludes our first season two episode on how to learn and retain knowledge from a medical podcast. We hope you found value in our short podcast. We really would like to welcome you to share your feedback, subscribe, and place a review on our podcast. Please visit our website, pqdoconcall.org, which showcases our episodes as well as our Doc on Call infographics. PQ Doc on Call is hosted by me, Pradeep Kamath, and my co-host, Dr. Rahul Dimenia. Stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for listening.